0: The world is a big and magical place, and Jason and Colin are your guides, so grab a bucket of pixie dust, because this is Disney World with sass, and no
1: strollers.
0: And here are your two fairy godfathers. Welcome to another episode of Two Fairy Godfathers, I'm Jason Matheson. I'm Colin Matheson. Hello fairy friends, we're back. Back, back, back again. What is that song? back 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 I think I'm having an episode. Uh-huh. back 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 Oh, that's a chicken. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't, I don't
1: either. I wish I could help you, but
0: it's all right. I don't I, know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't think I do either. But we're here. It's uh it's good to be here uh once again. I think you're really going to Well, look, we don't do these episodes, and we don't think you're going to like them, so I'm going to stop saying that. But we're going to introduce a new series that we are going to do on the regular, and we're calling it Is It Worth It? You know, is it worth the blank? Is it worth having sex in the middle of Disney World and being banned forever? I guess it depends on your priorities. (laughs) (laughs) Is it worth, et cetera, et cetera? So we're going to get to our first Is It Worth It in just a second, but first, We wanted to, we were on vacation, by the way. Our last episode told you that we were actually at Disney for about a week at Disney World. And uh, then we went to Aulani, Disney's Aulani property in uh, Oahu. We'll be doing an episode about that probably next week. We may even do a bonus episode because we have so much we want to get to in this season. But anyway, while we were there a lot... A lot of news dropped that you all have probably consumed, but we just haven't had a chance to give you our takes on it. So I'm going to go through a few things. Thanks to our friend, uh, Brooke McDonald, which, by the way, I know probably a lot of you do. But, you know, we don't go into a lot of detail, like specific stuff like, oh, there's a new cupcake. (laughs) Oh, there's new ears. Oh, that would be I mean, you'd have like our podcast every other day. Well, there are great people that do that. And that's what Brooke does. Nobody knows more about day-to-day what's going on on the ground in those parks, more than Brooke McDonald. So follow her. And she's a Chicago girl. I like that. So go follow her. Anyway, she did a great breakdown, and we're just going to give you our responses. The first one, Colin and I were literally sitting in our hotel room, and I said, oh, Bob Iger did something good. He's doing it. The first big one, in the next few months, Walt Disney World Annual Pass Holders. We'll be able to enter the parks after 2 p.m. without a park reservation, which means we don't need to book in advance for a park other than the only exception is is a Magic Kingdom on weekends on Saturday and Sundays, yeah. um, which we don't really care about because Colin and I aren't big Magic Kingdom fans. I know. Hashtag unpopular opinion. But <laughs> a, this is a podcast about doing Disney as adults. So you guys understand. Anyway. Colony response. What do you think? I mean, I think it's great. I don't think it's as earth shattering as um,
1: some other things because you can already park hop at two, so you know, and you don't need a park reservation for that. So it's great, I think, if you're local and you want Yeah, wanna... but you need
0: a park reservation for your first yeah, your first initial park.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But how often do we go to the parks or go to Disney and not go to the park before two o'clock?
0: I know, but generally speaking, for the general public not necessarily us sure it's i think it's a good first yes. step it's
1: not a bad thing by no. any
0: means so um no i think it's great i'm
1: looking forward to what that maybe means for the future i think this is a small little test what would you like them to do um you know i think maybe get rid of park reservations altogether but only because i mean when you're going to disney you do have plan ahead but what do you do when they're sold out what do you do when you know
0: the old days,
1: I like that it kind of controls crowds.
0: I, that's what their argument would be. My And look, there are smarter people that would figure out this system. But if you're doing a park-based ticket, and I don't know how that would work. But if you're doing a park, but when you purchase a ticket at purchase. Well, that's coming. I know, but I'm saying then why do you need that extra? I don't think you need that additional step. You know what I mean? Well, because if you have a park hopper, they don't know where you're going to be. Yeah, I, that's why I say. I, yeah. There just has to be an easier way to accomplish what they want to accomplish, which mm-hmm. is controlling crowds, which, by the way, here's my here's my eye roll with the whole park reservation system. They say that they're, it's better for guests and there are smaller crowds. I don't see that. No. I don't see that.
1: I If any if there are smaller crowds, it's just because they're limiting how many tickets they're selling yes. and stuff. But I don't think it has anything to do with the park reservation system.
0: I My wish, and I don't care how they do it, is to figure out a way to eliminate that second step for people. Because, again, you need a bachelor's degree in science yeah. to plan a vacation at Disney World. If they could just take – once you buy a ticket, within that step, within that purchase mm-hmm. – if they can put the reservation there instead of, okay, we gotta buy a ticket and now we gotta make something called a park reservation. Yeah, I don't know why you can't. You have to choose the day
1: that you're gonna start using your tickets anyway. Why can't I, in that same system, pick the calendar and say, on this day I'm gonna be at this park, on this day I'm gonna be at this park?
0: The other big news that came, maybe this is the one that you consider bigger, is overnight self parking at a Disney World resort will now be free to resort guests. Hallelujah. Okay, you seem more excited about this one. Yeah, because it really would tick
1: me off if Uh, I was, I mean, we don't ever have a car when we're there, but if I'm already paying you $700 a night or something to stay at your hotel, and now you're going to charge me $30 a night to park my car, no. I hate, in general, any resort in the world, charging parking when I am a guest at your hotel. What do you expect me to do? Not just Disney. Yeah, I get that, you know, they have to pay for that you know, space for that parking ramp and whatever, and they have to pay parking attendance and all that. Sure. But you also charge me a resort fee. And so, no, you don't get a resort fee and, and a parking fee. That's a good point, call You know, we were just in Hawaii. Those resort fees. And they charge you $45 a night, $60 a night as a resort fee that they say you get the gym, you get access to like a paddle board out on the bay, you get, you know, at the Swan Dolphin, they say you can use the swan boats. I don't want to use the swan boat. Why don't? Why can't you just charge someone $15 if they want to take the swan boats out? Yeah. Um, you know, you get free Wi-Fi. Well, it's 2023. I hope we get free Wi-Fi. Why do I have to... Yeah, you that's know? like
0: a hotel now offering free HBO. Yeah. It's like it's not a benefit anymore, but that's, people. But
1: that's what they're saying this resort fee pays for. No, it should also pay for parking. And so I'm so happy that you now get free parking at the hotel and the parks, right? If you're mm-hmm. staying at
0: a Disney resort. It is one of those things... It's one of those things that's also perception. I'm sure in the bottom line, they're going to lose a little bit of money probably from this. But it's very smart of Iger to reverse this because this is one of those perception things that make people think that you're being nickel and dimed. Yeah, because their profits last year were like $7 billion for the parks. So So. this is one of those. It's really, really. It it is one of those really ones. Like, okay, the next one is small but again it's one of those that we it was a service that we used to have Mm -hmm. that was taken away and that is beginning in the next few months you will get a free photo pass attraction photo download if you buy genie plus which only makes sense can you explain that a lot of again a lot of terms what 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 do i mean by that yeah so photo pass is newbies
1: um those you see the people around the parks that take pictures you when you're on a ride it'll take pictures and they automatically link to your my disney experience app. And now if you buy disney genie plus, those attraction ride photos will appear in your disney genie plus or in your um, my disney experience app. Now the people that take your pictures throughout the park, that will not.
0: That's a separate package. You still have still. to
1: buy that separately, which makes sense. Yeah, I get it. Fine, whatever. You know, but if I paid for genie
0: plus and I'm on that ride, I should get a picture of me on that ride for free because that goes to what you just said. If I am not a picture kind of guy and I'm being forced to pay for the Disney fat uh, the Disney Photo Pass people, I would be mad because I don't want it. Mm-hmm. But the ride, come on, yes, that's, that's that's as Americana as apple pie. Getting your ride photo for heaven's sake. Well, and they already take it and link it to your
1: account anyway. It yeah. just has the watermark on it, so it's, it's not like it's a cash grab. Yeah, they're not it's not costing them anything extra to do it. They're already giving it to you right now. It just has a watermark on there.
0: So <clears throat> quickly before there's an opening date that we're going to mention, but other big news while we were gone, um, starting February 4th at Disneyland park hopping will begin at 11 a.m. <gasps> okay. Is huge. This is huge. And they got it going back to our first one. This is, uh, this is what I want Iger to do. Get rid of the step of making a park pass reservation. Control it however you want to. The one, th- the thing that I want them to do is move up park hopping. Mm-hmm. The time. Two o'clock is too late. And I'm
1: hopeful that this is a test and a pilot program at Disneyland. Because oh, usually yeah. what they do is things start at Disneyland. And then they implement them at Disney World. Yes. So um, it doesn't have to be 11 a.m. That would be great. But noon. Noon. You know, it's it's a bigger, you know, Disney World is bigger. And there's more places to get to. So it doesn't need to be quite that early. But 2 o'clock is just kind of late because let's use Magic Kingdom, for instance. A lot of times, or Animal Kingdom even, we'll get there at 7, 8 in the morning. We're done by 10, 30, 11. Yeah. And then we have to wait until 2 o'clock. So that's when we go back to the pool. Mm-hmm. But if we were on a shorter trip, it'd be nice if at noon, we could just go to another Go park. to the
0: park. And that's what we do, fairy friends. That's kind of our routine now that we're, well... I'm a middle-aged homosexual male. Collins, younger, but <laughs> I feel middle-aged. As we slow, yeah, as we slow down, that's just kind of how we how we form our day. Go to the parks early. Sometimes at rope drop, get out of there at like eleven. Go to the pool, chill, refuel, and then head to another park at night. And it's great. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a great routine. Anyway, um, one more thing: select magic key passes um, are going to be. On sale. I think they did that last week um, for Disneyland. That's their annual pass program. Probably already sold out by the say, time we yeah. hit air. But oh well. Yeah. Um,
1: and they've dropped a lot of the ticket prices at Disneyland. Yes. Um, so they do you know surge pricing based on holidays and, and needs and stuff. But they've dropped a lot of days that used to be more expensive have now dropped to one hundred yeah. um, and four dollars. Yeah. There's a lot more of those available, which is a
0: again good thing. Brooke McDonald. Has day, like detail by detail. She's a great one to follow. Influencers, admittedly, you've heard me say it, usually drive me crazy. She's one of like five that does not drive me crazy. Influencers drive me crazy, but she does not. I actually love her, and Chicago has a little bit to do with it. Uh, anything else? Oh, the opening dates we wanted to mention. Yes. Oh, you want me to do it? Yeah, go ahead. Um, So two big ones. Uh, you at, don't talk
1: enough. That magic. <laughs> sure. I talked way too much when we're home just in two. our life yeah yes. <laughs> just not on here mm-hmm. um at magic kingdom april 3rd is the return of happily ever after <gasps> the nighttime and spectacular fireworks show thank you jesus can't wait now um park pass reservations are sold out i believe for that day oh
0: please they were sold out while within, we were on vacation within
1: like an hour of them announcing it yeah um all right. and then the next day tuesday april 4th is the premiere of Tron Lightcycle run at magic kingdom. We've been waiting
0: eight long years. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not eight.
0: It's been a while. It's 2019. I think. Yeah. 28. Did they announce it at D23 before the pandemic? Holy crap. That's what I want. Bob Iger just to walk in there. I really do. And I want him to offer overtime for all, for every construction person there. Can we just give them massive overtime to <laughs> finish up Get all of these? Done. Yes. I really want them to green stamp, to rubber stamp a lot of overtime and rocket fuel, add rocket fuel to the last few months of all these construction projects. I'm looking at you, Epcot or Walcott. Anyway, Um, one more closing I should announce is
1: today. uh, Let's see. As we record this. Yep. Sunday, January 22nd, 2023 is the last day of Splash Mountain at Magic Kingdom
0: hashtag unpopular i'm gonna stop saying hashtag i'm not 20 um i don't, unpop- think, I don't think 20 year olds say that anymore <clears throat> thank you bitch. i think you're actually aging yourself by saying hashtag unpopular opinion remember a few minutes ago when i told you <laughs> that you don't speak enough keep your opinions to yourself hold on a minute i'm gonna press a button now that will mute your microphone i'm just joking. I, <laughs> I was like it. you're actually gonna do it no i won't do that you're gonna to forget to turn it off oop i just muted you no mm. i took it off i took it off no um yeah, Splash Mountain, getting ready for Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Um, look, I don't like water rides. I almost said it again. Hashtag unpopular opinion. <laughs> unpopular opinion. I, am not a, I do not do water rides. I do not like to get my hair wet. I'm vain. I don't like wet shoes. That's yeah, my big thing. I don't want wet earths walking around the park all day. Um, and I want to look semi-decent. Uh, so I am not attached to Splash Mountain like so many people.
1: Well, and it's still going to be there. It's just rethemed. I
0: don't get why people are losing their... Because the human race doesn't like change. Uh, believe me, I know. I but, know, I know. Ugh. So there we go. There's a quick update. We usually don't do like a news roundup anymore, but this was some big stuff that broke. Yeah. Huge. Big. Let's get to the topic at hand. It's our new series called, Is It Worth It? Today, Is It Worth It? After Hours. Kyle, will you kind of explain what After Hours is, the concept?
1: So After Hours is a special ticketed event where they choose um, a certain park um, on a specific day, and you can buy a separate ticket for that park to go in after hours. So usually it is like 9 to midnight. You
0: can enter at 7, but the actual event doesn't start until 9.30. And so at that
1: point, the park closes, regular guests leave, you get to stay with your special wristband, you get free snacks, which includes Mickey bars and popcorn and soda and water, and you get to ride the rides and do all the stuff from <clears> nine <throat> to midnight.
0: With minimal weights. Now, we this went away during the pandemic. And we went to one right we went to we went to one went to one at Hollywood's two movies. Easy for you to say. I swear I'm a broadcaster in real life. We went to one the summer before the pandemic. With our friend Brian, who, by the way, we broke. He had never been to Disney World before, and we took him for a weekend. And I think he had to have hip surgery and knee surgery after we took him. We killed him. Anyway, we did After Hours at Hollywood Studios, and we loved it. Free Mickey bars, free pop, free water, free popcorn. It was delightful. Minimal weight. I'm talking, it was like a ghost town. Yeah, there was at one point we were walking around. We were over by Star Tours, and we didn't see people for a long time. No. It was almost spooky, but cool. You felt kind of like you had the park to yourself. Yeah, we rode Star Tours by ourselves. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we went to The Return. It, it was th- like January 4th, I think. The very first one they ever had. The, on The Return at Hollywood Studios. The price is about $100 Um, is what I paid. I think it varies. I paid like I think $1 or 109 per ticket in addition to your um, like a regular ticket. Um, You can enter at 7. Because you still have to have a theme park ticket for that, right? I believe so. I think that's how that works. They've changed so many things. Uh, Check with uh, the Disney World website for specifics on that. I told you, we're not here for specifics. We're just here for opinions and a little bit of sass. Um, So you can enter at 7. We arrived right at 9.20. We got right in, and the general public was still departing the park, which... This is our first little like, ugh. We, you know, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. We did not have a good first impression at like 945.
1: Yeah. So because anyone that was in line for a ride in the park by park close time at like nine o'clock, they have to let them stay and finish the ride. So when we got there, we wanted to go on Tower of Terror and we we're waiting and they wouldn't let anyone in because they're still trying to like filter people out. So they have the lines shut down, and they just have you queue up and wait. And so we're like, okay. So we did that because it wasn't very long. When the doors actually opened and they let us start going into the queue for Tower of Terror, they said the wait was going to be like 85 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, what? We're paying all of this extra money to ride rides when it's not busy, and it's still 85 minutes? So my solution, which they would never do, I'm sure, is move this up. It starts too late. They're never going to do that. I know. That's the reason it's called After all. I know. But here's the thing. When they do these parties, when they do Not So Scary Halloween Party, they do Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, they shut down Magic Kingdom at 6 o'clock for that. Why can't they bump this up an hour and say, on this night when they're doing this event, Hollywood Studios closes at 8 o'clock so they can get people out and you have more time, you know, then we have four hours to make it worth it. Then I don't mind so much if the first hour is still busy with people getting out.
0: Yeah, we were a little shell shocked by the eighty minute because think about it, friends. I mean, again, it's you th- yeah, you if know, it's, we always say time is money in Disney World.
1: And at this point, it was nine twenty. If we're waiting an hour and a half, I mean, we'd ride; it'd be almost eleven o'clock, and we'd rode one ride at that one point. ride.
0: So that's just you know what I mean. It's a hundred dollars. Time is money. And we just made a decision that that was not worth it. You know, I love Tower; it's my it's my favorite. But
1: yeah, so no. we went and found other rides that had lower weights, which and some of them were great. Some of them we walked on relatively quickly.
0: I was real bitter, Betty, right after that. Now, I Colin probably will have figured this out. I have softened my view on after hours. Um, I, I was coming down with the flu, and Colin didn't know what I didn't want to. I didn't tell him until the next morning, but I wasn't feeling well. And I was just kind of irritated at first. The crowd level seemed very high for me compared to what we had experienced in 2019, and at first I just didn't think it was a good value because the the weights just didn't seem um, very short. However, as the night went on, they did get shorter. They did. Like Slinky, I did time because I need. I wanted to be fair for the sake of you guys listening. We got on Slinky Dog in 11 minutes. I, saying, I think it was like 13 minutes. It was something. like yeah. 11. Yeah, I timed it. It was 11 minutes, which is extraordinary. And we walked right on to Midway Mania. We, yes, Toy Story Midway
1: Mania. Because we did that first because it didn't have a long line. And yes. so we thought, let's do this. Let
0: all of the people leave the park. And when we get off, the lines will be shorter. And we walked basically on to Rise of the Resistance, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, which, again, if you're new to this podcast, you're fairly new to Disney. It's the creme de la creme of rides at Hollywood Studios. Now, I do have a gripe about it. And I mentioned
1: it to you, and I don't know. It's not—it's a, a baby one. Go ahead. I don't know why they don't let you use oh, the, the, the lightning, lightning Lane queue during these ticketed events. Because you're going through the regular queue, which some of them, it's not that big of a difference. But some of them, like Rise of the Resistance, it's a long queue that you're walking through. And there's no reason because there's no one in the park. Nobody. So you're walking right on the ride. Why can't we go through the lightning lane? You know, same thing with Toy Story Midway Mania. You had to take the normal lane. And it was like, this is super long. Why aren't we just using the lightning lane? I agree with you. It's a silly,
0: stupid thing. But the other thing, long lines for those snacks, girl. Okay, I was going to... Because we didn't do a lot of rides. Again, I was getting sicker and sicker and more kind of irritated. My irritation level actually at after hours waned. I thought, oh, okay, this really is kind of uh low attended like there, there, star tours didn't have a wait we walked by tune-in lounge our favorite lounge at disney's hollywood studios there was no, it was like silence like there's nobody but there is still something they do need to figure out part of the value is you do get free snacks but lord have mercy i don't know what the hold up was i'm like Every line was so long. I'm,
1: and I'm not kidding. I'm talking like 30 people in line at each popcorn cart that we found.
0: Kyle, back me up or correct me. I think we saw longer lines for snacks than we did at some of the rides. Yeah. And I don't get it. But So I'm not going to stand in line if that's part of the value. I'm not going to wait. Yeah.
1: I'm not going to wait.
0: And like um, outdoor bars are open, select ones, um, so that you can find that. Which we didn't take advantage of because, again, it was we did this we admitted we did this wrong yeah uh, we should have we should have only have booked it at the beginning of our trip this was quite literally our final hour hours at walt disney world it, after a week
1: yeah we got back to our hotel we left early as jason said we got back to our hotel at like eleven thirty, and we had to be up to leave for the airport at 4 a.m yeah so it was it was rough Now, as far as is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is there anything else that you wanted to cover on that?
0: No. I mean, that's just kind of you guys now kind of have a general overview. So is it worth it? And we may differ. Go ahead, Kyle. Here's what I'm going to say. If you are,
1: especially if you've either never been to the parks or you're there for a limited time, I think this is a nice way to get a great VIP experience, Mm -hmm. um, squeeze in another park on a limited trip. And make the most of it so if you're there for friday saturday sunday and you're going to just do let's say that the after hours event is at hollywood studios you could skip hollywood studios as one of your parks during the day spend time with the other parks and then go in for this after hours event and hit all the rides that you want to do now it is like i said 109 dollars or something a person
0: it so, varies yeah. it varies
1: though it's up to you if that's worth it um i think that's a decent price to get all those rides in Especially if you look at like a VIP tour is what,
0: $500 an hour cheapest? Cheapest up to $900 an hour, yeah. which by the way, tease ahead, um, little shameless plug. The next in this series of is it worth it is we are going to review VIP tours. We did one on this trip. So part of our series is are the VIP, you know, is it worth it? So, you know, it really depends on your
1: needs, your bu- your budget, your priorities. I think in that sense, it's worth it. If you're like us and you've been to Hollywood Studios you know 35 times i don't know if you need to pay this extra money to do it because we've ridden everything before we've had everything before um you know it, it it could be if you have the time and the capacity and you want to have a great semi-private experience um but
0: you have to be in the right mindset so yes or no for you it depends okay i'm giving a firm yes I have really kind of changed yeah, my because you when we got that rev- that uh, survey emailed to us you were a hard no I was a hard no on the vacation but I really thought about it in its totality and I was looking at other social media accounts of people that were there that night and everyone everyone was blown away by how few people there were and I think if we had stayed through the entire night it would have continued to dwindle to, to dwindle absolutely. Um, So I'm taking all of that in consideration. I think part of the fun of it, and we didn't do it for all the reasons. I'm not going to repeat myself for the third time, but part of the fun of that to me, and we've done it, one of my best memories with Colin and, and at Walt Disney World's one of our first trips with his mother, when we rode repeatedly Tower of Terror, like one right after another, that you could do toward the end of the night, probably at this event, um, and I think maybe we were a little more jaded cause we've done it before and I think it probably wasn't
1: as busy at the last one that we did because yeah. this was the first one it was busier. Um, so yeah, uh, I do. Th- I do still think the price is a little high.
0: But. I do. N- I do not. I think it's a good value for the food. Now look, the first half hour. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just it's, be prepared. Just be that, prepared. Yeah. You're going to maybe want to get irritated like we do. Just, just wait. Um, just just give it a half hour and then it'll it'll die down and hopefully i think it's a good value so is it worth it 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 is a depends from colin yeah on your budget and your you know desire for and it's a hard yes for me and i'm actually looking forward i i would do it again i know i've done a 180 since we left i would do it again for us if it was at the beginning of the trip okay a follow up question
1: Uh, I'm sorry, we're out of time, sir. No follow-up question. If they do it at another park, would you do it? Oh, good question. Or is it just because it's Hollywood that you like Hollywood so much?
0: Kind of, sort of.
1: Okay. So if it was at we did an Animal Kingdom one once.
0: I would do Animal Kingdom. You know why? Uh, Because I could ride uh, Everest 14 times. That is fun to me. That's worth $100 being able to just constantly ride that ride. Is there a park that you wouldn't do? Uh, Magic Kingdom. Really? May- no, probably Epcot. No, now with ga- Guardians of the Galaxy. So you no, would do them all. I would do all. Okay. The one that I would be the least excited about probably is Magic.
1: It's just because you don't like magic that much, though. I think.
0: No, but I'm thinking about all the rides. Maybe when Tron opens, yeah, yeah. But there's no ride that I'm cuckoo for. Cocoa Puffs. That's a really good question, Kyle. You? Um, is there I- a is there a park you'd be more excited for? I think everything but Magic. But I don't like Magic Kingdom. Yeah.
1: You know, Space Mountain gives me a headache. I can usually do it once. And yeah. then Big Thunder, kind of the same. It's, you know, it kind of jerks you around. And it's fun once, but I don't want to ride, you know, flying carpets or Jungle Cruise or any of that. So
0: it's not really worth it I would do it, it though, maybe. If it was available when we happen to be there. I'd rather do, like, a Halloween party or a Christmas party. I want you to do – I know Colin missed one of my – anyway, we'll get to that later. But just teasing ahead – uh, in the upcoming episodes, we're going to give you a full review of Disney's Awolani. Um, also, another Is It Worth It? Disney VIP Tours. Um, what else? You mentioned something before we started recording. But no, those are the only two that we will...
1: I think those yeah, are yeah, probably our last two episodes of the season.
0: Yeah, probably. Um, so there we go. As always, thank you so much for your support. Thanks for those great five-star reviews. They help. So if you're on listening to us on Apple, hit five stars. It matters... And we so appreciate your support. Yes,
1: thank you. And you can find us on uh, social media. Look for us on Facebook and Instagram at Two Fairy Godfathers.
0: We love you. And we'll see you with a new episode. We drop them every other week as the season rolls on. We'll see you later, fairy friends. Bye for now.